Before we start this show, just a word from our sponsor. 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest that pro wrestling has had to offer. Along with their awesome line of pro wrestling apparel, they do offer many services. In the world of wrestling, there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads. Don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. If you would like to discuss possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or whatever, drop them a line. Go to 20 by 20 apparel. That's the number 20 X, the number 20 apparel.com. Now let's get to the show. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bum me, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yelling what it goes. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grind and shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kicks, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my asses. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. And on Fresh of the Word, we like to deliver wisdom through great stories from the minds of bright creatives of pop culture. Through those stories, we like to dissect the journey of our guests and present actionable lessons and advice for our listeners, no matter what career or avenue of artistry they pursue. And before we get into this episode, I want to give a shout out to Knox Money, Bang Belushi, and Foul Mouth for the theme music for Fresh of the Word. And if you would like to support the podcast, you can always go to freshofthepodcast.com and just share any of the links for any of the episodes on any of your social media platforms. And also, you can subscribe to Fresh of the Word pretty much anywhere that podcasts are streamed. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, pretty much everywhere. And please rate and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. It will definitely help out the show. If you want to contact me, you can always reach me by email at djkfresh at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at kfreshistheword and on Facebook at facebook.com slash kfresh. And you can also follow Fresh is the Word on Twitter at freshistheword. And that's is with an I-Z. Instagram at freshistheword.podcast. And Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fresh of the Podcast. And this is episode 133. And on this episode, we hit the time machine and take it back to the early 20th century with our guest, Marion Fontaine, pro wrestler and owner of the vintage-themed wrestling promotion out of Norwalk, Ohio, Old Wrestling. 
this promotion is more than just a wrestling event. As the fans and the performers alike step back in time for a fun-filled, family-friendly show that also includes a ringmaster, a ragtime band, newsies, carnival-style exhibits, and more old-timey entertainment. Old Wrestling will be coming here to Detroit on March 30th at the Detroit City Distillery Whiskey Factory. And during our chat, Marion Fontaine talked about the beginnings of the vintage style promotion and how they gained popularity, keeping an authenticity to the show, what to expect at an old wrestling show, some of his favorite old-timey gimmicks over the years, and his own career as a wrestler. And in conjunction with the old wrestling event coming to Detroit, and along with one of their sponsors and one of our sponsors, 20 by 20 Apparel, we're doing a prize pack giveaway on Instagram for all sorts of great goodies from both companies. From Old Wrestling, you'll get a show DVD, a variety pack of stickers, a button, and an 8x10 photo featuring Matt Cross and Judge Hugo. Plus a few fun gimmicks from 20x20 Apparel, including some stickers, a pen, and their Chic Blood pencil. So all you need to do is go to Instagram.com slash Fresh of the Word Podcast, and you'll see a post that says old wrestling Detroit prize pack giveaway. And all you need to do is just follow the directions uh, for that uh, on that post and you'll be good to go. And we'll uh, announce a winner on March 26th. The giveaway is only valid on Instagram and the contest is open to everybody. So good luck. Before we get into this interview with Marion Fontaine from Old Wrestling, I just want to remind you that I did just set up a Patreon account at patreon.com slash fresh is the word. And what is Patreon, you might ask? Patreon is a place where fans can support the creators they care about on an ongoing basis. In exchange for your support, you'll get some cool perks and rewards in exchange. Your support helps to cover the cost of running the podcast and keeping the show on the air. And you might ask, how does it work? All you need to do is go to patreon.com slash fresh of the word. And you'll be able to pledge a couple bucks each month in support of the podcast. You also have access to perks like shout outs, your name on the website, a Twitter follow, interview audio archives, podcasting tips, and all sorts of other digital goodies. And for some of the higher tiers, you can even be a part of the show. So just go to patreon.com slash fresh of the word and check out all the, the tiers to, uh, that you can support the podcast. I think the coolest one is for just $3 a month. $3 a month. You'll get access to all sorts of digital goodies, including the twice a month Patreon-only podcasts will, that will feature interviews from my audio archives from my many years of music journalism and who who might that be who might those interviews be with well i already announced the first one that's coming up and that's going to be an interview from june of 2008 from detroit hip-hop mc danny brown the other people on the list that you could possibly see interviews with on the Patreon-only episodes is Ma Dukes, J. Dilla's mother, Tech 9 Josh Wink, O.C., Carl Craig, Chino Moreno from the Deftones, Scott Ian from Anthrax, Carlo from the Butcher Babies. 
Violent J and Shaggy Tudo from ICP, Randy Bly from Lamb of God. I have, I still, I have a, I still have to go through all my archives, but I have so many audio interviews that I could drop on these Patreon-only podcasts. And that will start this coming week, hopefully, the first episode with Danny Brown. But that will be only for the people who sign up for the $3 a month Patreon tier at patreon.com slash fresh of the word. All right, enough of that. Let's get on to the interview with Marianne Fontaine of Old Wrestling. I first uh, heard about Old Wrestling through my friends who run the 20 by 20 apparel um, clothing line that are going to be the uh, co-sponsors of the, uh, the Detroit show coming up on March 30th at the yeah. Whiskey Factory in Detroit. And I, when I went on, they were like, this is awesome. And I'm like, so I, I, when I saw the stuff online, I was like, oh, this is a great, this is a great idea for a wrestling company. Um, how did that first get started? Well, I, um, I've been wrestling at that point. Well, we started old wrestling in 2013 and I'd probably been wrestling for about, gosh, let me think that wait, trying to do my math really quickly here. Probably been wrestling for like, I don't know, seven or more years or something like that. Somewhere around there. Right. Seven or eight years. And I, uh, kind of changed my character from, I was this kind of like flashy over the top, almost like seventies kind of throwback ish character. And so I've been doing that for a while and kind of wanted to refresh things a little bit. And so a buddy of mine sent me a video of a Heineken commercial and it was this guy with a handlebar mustache. Cause I've always had a mustache. <laughs> um, at least, at least while wrestling, not, you know, not since birth or anything, but, um, he sent it to me and it was about a guy that had a mustache and he just wasn't fitting in, in these like normal scenes through, through life, these normal settings. And then all of a sudden he finds himself in a bare knuckle, <clears throat> bare knuckle boxing ring and he fits right in. And he's like, Oh, this is what you, your character should be. And so I was like, Oh yeah. There, at, at that time, um, which was maybe like two, I don't know, 2010 or 11. I, I didn't really see that many like vintage type characters. And I was like, Oh, this might be kind of cool and, and interesting. So I started playing this bare knuckle boxer character and was doing for doing that for about two or so years or something. And I wanted to run a wrestling show um, near my hometown in, a, uh, in Northern Ohio near Sandusky. Okay. And um, I wanted to make it kind of special though. I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to, uh, do another show like here's a couple, you know, here's a couple matches. Here's a couple wrestlers that, you know, and just do something formulaic. I was like, Oh, what could I do to, to, to make this different? And, um, Chikara had always been, or at least for the last five or so years, had always been an inspiration for what they could do as far as bringing in fantasy and, and all these different elements. Right. And so I was, uh, uh, talking with my girlfriend and, she was like, you know, you're not the only character that's like a throwback. There are these other people out here, you know, like a, a Dasher Hatfield, a Thunder Kitty. All these people play old characters, and you like, you know, vintage old old things. You know, my parents deal in antiques. So she's like, what if we did like a, a vintage wrestling show? And I was like, yeah, I think that that's 
that's the thing. That's the way we could, you know, be a little bit different than what is the norm. And it kind of spun off from there. The, the original idea was to only do one show. And here we are. This is going to be year seven. And we're debuting uh, in a new state and city in Detroit. And uh, it's pretty, pretty uh, amazing how it's grown so fast and uh, how much uh, people have really clinged on. It's, it's been amazing. Um, are you still wrestling? Yeah, I am still wrestling. Yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still at it. So I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get the math here off the top of my head. But this is 2019, so this would be my 15th year in wrestling. Yeah, okay. I think so. 15th year uh, that I've been doing it. So I'll uh, uh, you know do all the prep and planning for the show, but then I'll also have kind of a limited role and in, in wrestle. Uh, when when old wrestling comes to Detroit, what's what's the name of your old timey character? It's the Handlebar Haberdasher Marion Fontaine. So very kind of bare knuckle boxer type type character with very similar gear and sash and all that. Um, right. Although you know, I kind of painted myself into a corner because we try to uh, we try to not have any closed fists in matches because that would be illegal. So I really, <laughs> really picked myself into a corner with my character. Well, maybe like, you know, you, you know, maybe you're like the, you know, the bad guy and you, you might slip in a one, one or two here and there. Right. Yeah. Right. Or you know, <laughs> someone, someone gets me angry enough, you know, what was the, I've um... got no, I've got no other way to resort. Right. Right. <laughs> you're the rule breaker. You're like, no, right. <laughs> but, um, what was, um, you know, what was the reaction after that first show that you did, even when you just thought you were going to just do this one-off? Um, you know, I think from, I guess, the community as far as the area, they didn't really know what to think because it wasn't a big, it's, it's not a very large town. Like, it, was a, it has been a wrestling town for quite a while as far as just um, – local outfits coming through. So there's definitely a uh, audience that is familiar with local indie wrestling. And over the years, they've definitely come to enjoy it. I think after the first one, they were like, yeah, this is cool. This is interesting. We come to another one. And so that was, you know, like we got a good reaction from that. We got a great reaction from people online that couldn't attend the show that really just wanted to see what this was like, when we put a DVD out, they, they couldn't wait to see, you know, what the matches were, how the style was, commentary, you know, the, the aesthetic, all those things. So we had a great uh, response online. And then probably the, the best response that I got that uh, I'm proud of is the, the performers and the wrestlers probably loved it more than anyone else. And so <laughs> they were, they were the ones that were like, you got to keep, you got to keep doing this. You got to keep this thing going. This is uh this is different. And, where we have like all these guys love wrestling obviously but they uh many many wrestlers uh men and women will just talk about how much fun they have on these shows which is <laughs> which is great to hear that we're just you know out there having fun cuz uh i think the audience can tell how much fun we're having for you know somebody who's never been or never seen a old wrestling show what, uh, mm-hmm. what, you know, what would they, you know, expect from the show? What would they be seeing if they were in attendance? Wow. Well, the closest thing I could say, I mean, if you're a, a wrestling fan, um, 
it's probably equal parts. It's equal parts pro wrestling, Harlem Globetrotters, Ringling Brothers, Barham and Bailey Circus. It's kind of all that Cirque du Soleil, all that stuff kind of wrapped into one. <laughs> it's uh, there's uh, you know, it, it is a wrestling show. Yeah. You know, first and foremost. So that you know, that's the basis of it. But you know, from from the characters that we have, whether it's you know a, a snake oil salesman, he may have a, a magic elix- elixir that you know leaves an opponent's feet like tied to them like stuck to the mat um (laughs) we've you know we've done yeah we've done things where like we've had matches where a guy was in a wheelchair the whole time uh because his legs had been paralyzed from taking a body slam um and we all we also even had tracy smothers wrestle a bear quote unquote one time (laughs) so uh so yeah it, it it really is all over the place um, but we do keep everything or we try to keep everything around kind of a twenties aesthetic, you know, so, um, we'll have moonshiners. We have, um, old time, uh, weightlifters. You've got politicians that are trying to, uh, influence, uh, or bring back prohibition. You know, they're trying to make sure that, you know, all alcohol is illegal. <laughs> um, you know, you've got, uh, RJ city, who was a silent film uh, actor, he's a silent movie actor. So all of the characters revolve around the roaring, tw- roaring 20s. You've got uh, gangsters too. Um, because it was, you know, if you look back, if you're, even if you're not a big history buff, it was a pretty prolific time where a lot of things were happening and a lot of, yeah. um, you know, a lot of those characters are still prominent, whether it's like TV, movies, all that stuff. Um, so it was a time period that we thought would be pretty fun, and we've gotten a lot of great characters uh, out of it. Who, um, who sort of, what's the sort of uh, process of coming up with the, uh, for the characters for each one of these wrestlers? Uh, do they have ideas about what they want to do, and they pitch it to you, or what, what happens? Yeah, there's uh, a couple different ways that we've done it over the years. I know when I started, uh, there was... Um, some people that already had kind of vintage characters, so then they pretty much are just themselves. Right. It's not a lot, but there are there are a handful. Like one off the top of my head, I mentioned a little bit earlier was Thunder Kitty, yeah. who plays a very grizzled, old time female wrestler grappler, and she works as that, which is great to be able to just that's your character. But then there are other people who um, have had suggestions in the past. Um, and I'm trying to think, I can't think of any off the, just the top of my head, but there are some that are like, Hey, I think this would be a, a good idea for a character and right. we'll go from there. And then other ones are just like, Hey, I've got, I've, you know, right now I have a list of potential characters and I just don't know who they fit. Sometimes I try and get them to match the character in some way. Like an example would be uh, space monkey, right? Who is, you, you know, like, okay. How is space money? How is space monkey going to work in the 1920s? You know, but <laughs> I tried to find kind of a common thread. Like, all right, so like the monkey, and you know, back around the turn of the century, even earlier, but probably into the maybe even 30s, um, you would have street performers, and you would have an organ grinder, and yeah. the organ grinder would have a, a monkey that would dance and he would have like symbols and he would dance for money. And so I was like, okay, we can, we can do space monkey. Space monkey can now be symbol monkey. So then when he's, you know, he's symbol monkey. So there's a, a couple different ways the characters, you know, kind of come up. Some are actually 
um, right come right out of history. My buddy Jason plays Babe Ruth, and we just say Babe Ruth is here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just he'll, he'll be there at Detroit. He'll be there, Detroit, uh, with his Yankee cap on. And then my other buddy plays uh, former president William Howard Taft, oh, and he yeah. just comes out as so. So there are there are characters that are plucked straight out of history. Other ones we kind of alter a little bit. So we, we kind of have fun with history uh, a little bit in that sense. I, yeah, and I like how um, you kind of tweak some of the names. Like mm-hmm. like uh, you have someone like Matt Cross. You know, no one's, yeah. no one's named Matt back then. It's Matthew Cross. Right, yes, yep. <laughs> so yep. I, I like Those that. Those little things, yeah. Uh, same way with uh, Greg Iron. He's Gregory Iron. Um, right. We had we had Zach uh, Gowan a couple of years ago uh, do a show, and it was Zachariah. So, uh, for those those little those little tweaks like that make a make it no you know noticeable fans like you because that was my intention. So the hope is that fans are able to like notice that and be like, oh yeah, that's a cool just slight tweak, but yeah, Matthew Cross. Right, and like you mentioned before with uh, R J City, he's R J Metropolis. <laughs> right yeah that's another that's another one yeah that's that's another yeah. great little tweak of the uh, of the names mm-hmm. um who who have been some of your uh some of the, your favorite wrestlers to um to come through old wrestling and was there like a favorite sort of uh you know gimmick you know 20s gimmick that you uh mm-hmm. that you've had thus far um i i think everyone it's He's probably everyone's favorite character, and he unfortunately won't be at the Detroit show just because he uh, is actually going to be touring Japan again. Yeah. But uh, Ricky, Sh- Ricky Shane Page plays uh, a, a Southern judge called Judge Hugo Lexington Black, and he plays a very like high-pitched Southern voice, um, Southern judge that is you have to see it to believe it. it <laughs> if you know Ricky Shane Page or if you, you followed his career yeah. in recent years, he's definitely been known for some of the death matches that he's done from, you know, like CZW to uh, Mid-South to going to Big Japan um, and all these uh, uh, Fight Club Pro. But uh, when he's at old wrestling, it's a complete 180. It's <laughs> comedy um it's his promo skills it's just his his mannerisms it's completely different than what you would ever see and i always tell people it speaks to his um uh ability to go from one end of the spectrum to the other and do both incredibly well so he he is my favorite character um that that we've done for for sure uh he's probably come you know he's come up with some of the best moments too uh, he was the one that was wrestling. He wrestled a couple matches in his wheelchair, and then uh, after he got out of the wheelchair, he wrestled a couple with a cane. And they were they were they were just they're super entertaining. And he and he gets it. He understands what the what the mission is uh, for his character, and um, he's definitely probably probably up there. There there are a lot of other favorites that I that I have, but uh, I think in terms of the locker room and probably the fans, he's the one that people are uh, always excited to, to see or even boo interact with. Um, and there was another one that I did really enjoy, but he only got to wrestle one show. And that was uh, the remarkable Billy rock. 
and Billy Rock is the the person who trained um, Ruby Riot, um, formerly H- Heidi Lovelace, and he was an amazing wrestler from Indiana, and he was a world of sport guy, so he knew all kinds of holds, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of in the same vein of like a William Regal, right? Along those lines, and so he played kind of a magician character, and he would put people into holds. He could get out of any hold, and we only got to do it the one time because he ended up retiring, I think, the next year. But uh, he, he's one that I wish we could have done a few more matches with, only only if so we could have sawed someone in half during a match. That, that, was, that was my goal, was to have someone get sawed in half by, by Billy Rock mid-match. So. <laughs> That's great. That's great. How, um, was, is there anybody you know, on your radar that you haven't had Russell in the company that you would love to, they feel it would be perfect. Uh, yeah, there ha there have been, there's been some people that I've reached out to and pitched some ideas to. I know that one that we may want to do eventually, but I haven't found, uh, people to, because now what we see is, you know, some of my friends, people that I've wrestled with now they're, you know, signing with NXT or they're signing with, you know, some other, companies yeah. like a ring of honor. Um, and a few years ago when, uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae were still on the indie scene, I wanted them to be Bonnie and Clyde. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, this would be, you know, this would be a, a perfect, you know, you are a couple. This is a perfect timeline. I've, I've known Johnny since we both pretty much started. So, and it just didn't work out because he was, you know, like so busy and they both were, you know, both were so busy. So unfortunately that one didn't get to work out there. There's, um, there's some others out there too, uh, that I, I, there are certain characters that I do want to make sure happen at some point. Um, like, uh, let me think of some other ones off the top of my head. There was an idea for kind of a crooked mayor, almost like a Mayor Quimby type of character that we've <laughs> talked about doing for some time. Uh, like a newspaper tycoon has also been a character that's been uh, pitched to me. So there are definitely some more ideas out there um, that we do want to try uh, and explore. I'm trying to think if there's been – oh, another one um, – when I was talking about symbol monkey, the original idea for symbol monkey was to have an organ grinder with him. So, you know, an organ grinder, when they would perform on the street, they would kind of have a strap around their neck and the organ, the grinder, they would crank it and it would kind of be in front of them right around (laughs) their kind of like chest and waist. And it would be this big kind of box with um, a pedestal underneath it. And so you would like grind it. And so I was trying to think of someone like, what's that person what's that wrestling character now and so the original idea it didn't work out unfortunately was to have dj z play that organ grinder because you know he's a dj now but right. maybe back in the 20s he would have been playing music on the street with his you know dancing monkey um and so you know normally when i pitch these ideas you know, guys are pretty excited. I know, and I know DJZ was excited to do it. So it's hopefully one one day we'll be able to get them together and 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 do it on a show. Throughout the um, the years that you've been doing that, how do you feel like the company has progressed? Um, I think it's pre- we don't do many shows per year, so. 
there's not a lot of trial and error um, in the ways that maybe another company, if they're running, say, monthly, they can kind of do a hindsight check pretty soon thereafter. You know, like, okay, hey, we got a show next month. These are the things we thought we could do better. Let's try something new. So our shows, we're not doing as many a year. And so I feel we've had to kind of make sure we're hitting the nail on the head almost every time because, you know, we're going to do the show in Detroit. The earliest we'll probably be back in Detroit is next year. You know, if, if knock on wood, everything goes well this year. And the same thing for some of the other shows, because we usually don't do too too many shows. Maybe, I think last year we did maybe five, but that includes kind of like being a part of certain outdoor festivals. So um, I think what we've been able to do after those very first couple shows is really progress and find our footing in what kind of style the show is um, wrestled in. It's not It's not modern in the sense of, uh, a lot of the things that you might see uh, on a current wrestling show from, you know, like a Canadian destroyer or even going to the top rope multiple times, <laughs> it's definitely more reminiscent of like a seventies, eighties style. So I think we've definitely progressed and all the guys for the most part have done multiple shows. And so they've been able to really invest in the characters over the, over the years and really understand what they're able to do for these audiences. So I think it's really the past two or three years, we've really been able to to just put out some good shows because everyone's been doing this style for a couple of years now and really is understanding these alternate vintage characters that they've been portraying. Um, and I think with the advent of you know new streaming services, I think we've also been able to get our name out there to some people that might not have known who we were previously. Yeah, talk more about that in regards to the uh, the streaming service uh, avenue sure. and how that has been able to um, help out with the old wrestling company. Yeah, um, you know, when we started, there was there wasn't really any streaming necessarily. I mean, SmartMark Video you could probably you could stream on their site. Um, you would, I think, you can still do it to this day, where you just pay for a show and then you can stream it. But there weren't any. Um, services out there like Fight TV, High Spots, um, what we're on, which is independentwrestling.tv, um, they weren't out there those first, I mean, probably the first five years or so. Um, and so we relied a lot on DVD sales, um, which we still do sell DVDs. The numbers kind of go down as the popularity of these streaming services increase. But the good thing about the streaming services is that um, you're working with a lot of other more, they could be more popular, equally popular, or less popular, but regardless, you're working with all these other independent promotions and they're taking, they're telling their fans to come to this site, whether it's subscribing, you know, getting a promo code for a free tra trial. And then if it's something that their fans are interested in, you know, it's likely that they'll eventually stumble upon some of our stuff. And we wouldn't necessarily get that when we're selling DVDs out ourselves to our already built-in audience. So the streaming services are, are really helping as far as giving us an opportunity to be in front of some, some new faces. Um, and I feel that it's you know only going to gain more popularity as technology um, advances. I think the streaming services that are out there are just going to get more and more popular with independent wrestling fans. 
I know, you know, I've always noticed um, that with the visuals for the flyers and just the um, the wrestler announcements, it's a really slick, really nice, you know, design. How important is it to have a good look, good production value for your product? Yeah, you, I mean, you really can't put a price on it. You know, it um, it's before anyone can experience the show or, um, you know, for, for first time people or for returning fans, that's the first thing that they might be seeing. And so you've got, you've got to wow them right off the bat. Um, and at the, you know, we try to keep a certain aesthetic. We want to still make it feel kind of, um, old timey vintage. You know, some of the times we'll pull inspiration from old posters, whether it's like fifties or sixties. And then sometimes we'll pull some stuff from kind of popular culture the Detroit show um, is pulled from the great Gatsby movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, so yeah. if you look, if you go, if you look at, yeah, that poster from uh, maybe the movie came out, you know, like eight years ago or something like that, or five years ago, um, I was like, Oh, this is, this is perfect. This is, we haven't done this kind of style before. So let's, let's uh, pay tribute to it and put it in the, the wrestling, uh, put it in our, uh, our wrestling template. And so, uh, because we, we try to be unique too. And we don't want to be like the, the formulaic flyer that you might see for any other wrestling show. It's trying to be as different and unique uh, every chance we get. So uh, it's definitely appreciated when people notice uh, the thing, the, the, the way we're presenting the, the graphics. When, when, when people go to an old wrestling show, you know, what sort of uh, things are available there, merch-wise or whatever, you know, for them, other than the wrestling show itself? Oh, yeah. Well, this Detroit show is going to be bananas, first off. It's going to, like, um, the Burke, this isn't at every show normally, but uh, this is the first time we're doing some of these things, and we're pretty excited about it. So the uh, Berkeley Chop Shop, which is a, a great barbershop, old-school kind of barbershop, they're going to be cutting people's hair at the event. So if you need like a trim, they will trim you up. So you make sure that you look good at the old wrestling show. They're bringing the old school barber chair and everything. Awesome. Super, yeah, super awesome. I I'm very stoked. If I am not looking good, I'm going to try and see if I can get a cut too. Um, so they'll be there. Um, there's a beard care product uh, company out of Mount Clemens called can you handle bar? They're going to have a photo booth there. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and so we always encourage fans to dress up, uh, and we get a <clears throat> excuse me, we get a nice amount of people at every show that will dress up in, in some way, and uh, we think the photo booth is only going to kind of help uh, help that and capture the moment for those people. And then our uh, live uh, band, who we have usually at least once every year, uh, they're from Toledo. So this is probably the closest show that we've done to them. And so the live band plays, um, plays the wrestlers out, uh, out to the ring and back, you know, after the uh, winner is determined. So there's live music. Um, there's going to be cocktails by uh, the Detroit city distillery. So that's all the other things that are kind of happen around, happening around the show that really kind of rounded off for a fun night. Merchandise wise. Um, we, we try and have some interesting items, but, you know, a lot of the, the standards that you would see, you know, from like T-shirts, 
um, to like a, a DVDs. Uh, and, you know, we take a lot of the same care in the graphics online as we do on the DVDs. Um, uh, we take a, a lot of time and effort to make sure that the DVD packaging is like no one else's. So that's another thing that we try and stand out. But we'll do some old, old uh, vintage even kind of uh, pieces of merch. And one of the popular ones have been pennants. So we'll yeah. have like little pennants that people can wave in the crowd. Um, so we'll do those from time to time. Uh, buttons and pens and stickers, a lot, a lot of small things too. And photo booklets. We'll try and make photo booklets for a number of the shows. Um, all kinds, all kinds of old wrestling stuff. Uh, a couple of years ago, we gave out wooden nickels. So <laughs> all kind, all kinds of stuff. Great. That sounds, that sounds awesome. Oh. Uh, when, when anybody goes to a old wrestling show, you know what do they, what do you want them to leave thinking and feeling? Oh, that's a that's an amazing question. I think for anyone, whether you're an avid wrestling fan or uh, if if you're a, a big follower of old wrestling or independent wrestling, or even if you just happen to walk in, I. I just want to be able to show all of those people that uh, wrestling can be a, you know, form of performance art that any age can really enjoy when it's done. Well, people from, you know, kids that are 10 years old to adults that are 60 years old, they all can be in one place, um, enjoy the show, have a great time, laugh together, you know, boo together. They can all, um, experience this holistic uh, performance in a way that you can't do with any kind of form of entertainment. You know, there's only certain, certain kinds of atmosphere that you can maybe get these reactions from people of different ages, races, genders, all that. And I think uh, when people see an old wrestling show, I guess I'd also want them to think, how do we go see another one? <laughs> how do we, how do we come back and go see another one? Um, but we really just want to provide an environment and experience that everyone can enjoy. And that's not just the fans. It's, it's all the people involved too. Awesome. Before we get out of here, um, where can people go online to get more information about, uh, old wrestling? And also, uh, can we, um, can you tell us more information about the Detroit uh, show coming up? Yeah. Um, pretty easy. Uh, to find stuff uh, with old wrestling online. I always tell people it's old with an E. So O-L-D-E, oldwrestling.com. And then all of the social media handles are the same. Twitter.com slash oldwrestling, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're, pretty, we're, pretty on, <clears throat> we're pretty on a uh, daily cadence of updates, whether it's from talent, talking about sponsorships, some of the other things. So, you know, um, follow, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're always trying to post all kinds of different imagery, whether it's taken at our shows or just historic, you know, 1920s era imagery on the Instagram. So there's always some great, great photos and content on there. Um, and the event is going to be taking place at Detroit city distilleries, whiskey factory. So it's, pretty much right downtown. I did not know Detroit all that well. I'd been there, been around the suburbs, but the venue is um, the old Stroh's ice cream factory. 
Right. It's really close to Ford Field. Um, it's in a pretty interesting and cool neighborhood, really close to the Eastern Market area, which I went to last weekend for the first time. Right. And um, it's a super cool space. It's probably the coolest space we've had a show at. It's a very old, rustic factory. They actually have a lot of weddings there. So I don't know if they, uh, I don't know if they know what they're getting into with wrestling for this one, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's an it's an amazing space. Um, it's it's a pretty popular spot and an area in the city, and uh, we're we're really looking forward to it. So all the information about the event, you know, buying tickets, tickets are, it's general admission. Everything's fifteen dollars. All of that uh, is uh, at oldwrestling.com. All that event info. All right, it was great talking with you, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. No problem. So that was my interview with Marion Fontaine of Old Wrestling. Just a reminder that on March 30th at the Detroit City Distillery Whiskey Factory at 1000 Maple Street in Detroit, Michigan, Old Wrestling will be holding a show. Doors open at 7 p.m. First bell at 7.30. You can purchase tickets at oldwrestling.com slash tickets and if you're in detroit you can also purchase tickets at iconic tattoo and piercing at 3401 cass avenue in detroit and also remember to go to instagram.com slash fresh is the word podcast to enter in to the old wrestling prize pack giveaway and like i said winners will be announced on march 26th all right that was another show in the books Thank you for listening. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the word.